certainly appreciate the uh, invitation tonight. To, on behalf of Making Church, we are honored that you would have us here tonight. Uh, those of us who are able to be here, uh, we do uh, see that there is a lot of sickness going on, and there's a lot of sickness at Making Church. And uh, there are those that aren't here tonight who would certainly love to be here. But uh, we do uh, we do appreciate and thank you so much uh, for this invitation tonight. And as we begin to to think about uh, these things, you know, we we just reiterate what your pastor has said. I do believe that Thanksgiving is of God. I believe that it is something that that we are to do. I believe it's something that we should give unto the Lord. We find that many of the sacrifices that that weren't of blood were of thank offerings, being thankful unto the Lord. And they had before they were able to go in and harvest anything, they had to go in and pick the very best that they had, and they would bring it forth, and the high priest would wave it before the Lord. And if the Lord was pleased with it, then they were able to go in and to get the harvest. Uh, but they had to do that very first, and I think that's. Uh, Something that we have forgotten today. That our thanks unto the Lord should be very first in our lives. It should be something that, that we do each and every day. We look past all of these things. We have gotten to the point to where waking up in the morning is something that is supposed to happen. But I want us to understand today that it is by God that we wake up every morning. It is by God that we have a place to go to and to lay our head every night. And it's by God that we make it through the day, every day of our lives. And when we look at the season of Thanksgiving as we celebrate it here in this country, uh, uh, this is not something that every country celebrates. This is an American thing. We are the only country in the world that celebrates Thanksgiving. And when we look at the very beginning of that, when those people came together, those people of different uh, nationalities, those people from different parts of the world, they came together, and they ate together, and they were thankful for what they had. I find God in that uh, everywhere that you look. And so tonight, uh, I want us to understand that all of this is of God. And it's very important that we follow after this, and we do these things, and we are thankful unto the Lord. Uh, now sitting and, and, and thinking about this for uh, the past few weeks, uh, uh, these these scriptures have come uh, uh, to our mind, and we'll, re we'll be reading uh, from the 18th chapter of the book of Luke. And we find that that Jesus gives them a parable here uh, about two men uh, who were being thankful. Two men who thought they were being thankful. And as we read here, starting in verse nine, it says, "And he spake this parable unto certain which traveled." in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one being a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank Thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in a week and give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off, will not lift up his eyes, so much his eyes into heaven, 
but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humbled himself shall be exalted. Uh, uh, now today we look uh, at these two men. Uh, these two men came before the Lord. Uh, they came before the Lord there uh, uh, at the temple and we find one uh, uh, being a Pharisee. Uh, uh, now I want you to understand today uh, that Pharisees, uh, uh, that they were a self-righteous group of, of people within themselves. Uh, uh, they constantly uh, uh, believed in their heart uh, uh, that they were better uh, uh, than anyone else. Uh, uh, they were the religious people of the time uh, and they thought uh, uh, because of who they are uh, uh, that made them better uh, uh, than just the uh, plain old everyday person. Uh, uh, but I want you to understand today uh, uh, it was those Pharisees uh, who called for the crucifixion of our Savior. Uh, it was those uh, who thought of themselves uh, as being higher uh, than the rest of the people, uh, knowing more uh, about the law uh, than the rest of the people, uh, being able uh, uh, to judge the law uh, than the rest of the people. Uh, they're the ones uh, they called for the crucifixion of Jesus. Uh, uh, those uh, who should have been able uh, uh, to see uh, a long way off uh, uh, that this is our Messiah. Uh, those uh, who should have been able to know these things uh, because they had been taught, uh, because they knew better, they called for Jesus' crucifixion. Uh, and this man, uh, uh, he stood there uh, uh, before the Lord uh, in a holy uh, state of mind. Uh, he stood there uh, before the Lord uh, and thought more of himself uh, than he did this publican. Now I want us to understand today we know uh, uh, that there is no way uh, uh, for us uh, to go uh, unto the Lord. Uh, uh, there is no way uh, uh, for us uh, uh, to petition the Lord uh, in order for our prayers to be heard. We have this publican here. Once you understand the publican, he was a tax collector. He was hated of the Jewish people. Now I want us to look at this and I want us to understand uh, that these publicans, uh, uh, that they were collecting taxes for Rome. They were collecting taxes uh, uh, for the power uh, uh, that had uh, uh, jurisdiction uh, over the people. Uh, uh, but I want you to understand this today, uh, uh, that they uh, uh, were mad uh, about these taxes uh, uh, which Rome uh, had placed upon them. Uh, they were mad uh, because they saw uh, that their taxes uh, were going back to Rome and were doing them absolutely no good. Uh, and we can look at this uh, and we can see uh, how uh, uh, that somebody uh, uh, might get the idea uh, that this person uh, uh, was less than them. Uh, but I want you to understand today uh, uh, the Bible plainly tells us uh, uh, those uh, who are humbled, uh, those who humble themselves uh, that they shall be exalted. Uh, and today uh, I want us to understand uh, uh, that as God's people uh, uh, we must be a humble people. We find that the one that we are to look to. The one that we are to base our lives off of was hated by everyone. He came into the world. The Bible tells us He came into His own. 
and His own received Him not. He was hated and despised. The Bible tells us that He was a man acquainted with grief. Yet, He loved the world. He loved the world. And I want us to understand today uh, that yes, uh, uh, that this man, uh, uh, that he had a job uh, uh, with the Romans uh, and he was collecting taxes uh, uh, for them. Uh, uh, but this man uh, uh, was no better or, or no worse uh, uh, than this uh, uh, Pharisee here uh, uh, because each one of them uh, had to go to the Lord in the same manner. Each one of them had to go before the Lord uh, with, a, with a humble heart uh, and with a contrite spirit in order to reach God. We find here the the public or the Pharisee that he went and he puffed himself up before God. He went and he told God all the things that he'd done. I'm ashamed to say that I've fallen into that in my life before. And if I was to guess that we've all gone before the Lord in that manner. But I want you to ask yourself here today, uh, when you go before the Lord uh, in that manner, exactly what did it profit you? Uh, uh, did it profit you anything uh, telling the Lord all the things that you have done? It profited me nothing. But you see, if we don't watch ourselves and we don't keep control of ourselves, if we don't uh, uh, understand uh, uh, exactly uh, uh, who we are uh, and exactly who God is, uh, it is very easy for us uh, to fall into this category. Uh, and I, I, I dare say today uh, uh, that there are a great many uh, uh, that, that are in this world today uh, uh, that, that think uh, uh, that they're higher uh, than what they are. Uh, uh, we have many uh, uh, in the world today, uh, uh, many uh, men uh, who want to call themselves preachers uh, who can uh, go out uh, and they say within themselves uh, uh, that they can pass judgment uh, upon the sinner. Uh, I want you to understand uh, the audacity of that uh, uh, for men uh, uh, to think uh, that he himself uh, can pass judgment uh, on a sinner. Uh, uh, when you are saved by the grace of God, uh, that comes straight from the throne of grace. And it comes from nowhere else. There's not a man in this world that is able to tell you whether you've been saved or not. The wonderful thing about salvation is is God lets you know about it and you ought to let everyone else know about it. Well, see, today if we're not careful, we'll start flirting with those ideas that I know better than everyone else because I've walked down this road longer than the many of these people because I have done this and because I have done that. Uh, uh, that we think uh, uh, that, that we get uh, a little higher of ourselves uh, than what we ought to. Uh, uh, but I want you to understand today uh, uh, that we need to keep ourselves exactly where we need to be. Uh, uh, we need to be uh, uh, just as this publican here. Even though he was hated, uh, even though he was despised uh, uh, by the people there, uh, he went to God in the right manner. He went to God in the way that God heard his prayer. Do you see the humbleness in this publican's prayer? You see today, this Pharisee, he walked right up there in the middle of everything so that not only God, but every man that was around was able to see him. 
today, if you're doing the service for the Lord for the praises of man, you're doing it in the wrong way. You're doing it in a way that is going to profit you or anyone else. Absolutely nothing. Uh, if, uh, if we, uh, as preachers uh, and as pastors, uh, if we only preach things uh, that are pleasing unto uh, the people, uh, our churches will cease to exist. You see, God called us not to only preach the good and fun and joyous things, but to preach the things that the people need to hear. And it hurts. Trust me, it not only hurts you, but it hurts us to stand here and preach it. Because there's nothing that I would be able to preach that I haven't fallen into my very own self. But as we see here, as we see here, we see this publican here. He stood far off. He wasn't worried about the sight of man. He wasn't worried about uh, uh, if everybody could see what he was doing or not. Uh, uh, but he stood afar off. And the Bible says that he wouldn't even Look up into heaven. You see, the publican knew who he was. He knew where he stood. He knew exactly who he was. And he knew who God was. And he went to God in a manner that God would look down and respect. He looked at God in a manner that God would have heard his prayer. And we find that he said those simple words. What did he say here? Let me read it so we make sure we get it right. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I want us to understand today that if you're here and you're lost and you're separated from God, you are a sinner in the sight of God. Oh, but I want you to understand today that if you're here and you have been saved, your body still sins daily. Understand that. God saved your soul, yes. And that soul is sealed under the day of redemption. That soul will be saved until the day that Jesus comes to gather us up and to take us home with this body sins daily. And we are still a sinner before God. We have to go to God and we have to ask for His forgiveness when we step off and we do those things that are contrary to His will. But I believe that's what this publican was doing here. He was ashamed. He was ashamed of something that he had done. And he went unto the Lord. And he stood there all by himself. A long way off. Away from the temple. And he looked down at the ground. And he smote upon his breast. And those simple words. Uh, God be merciful to me a sinner. You see today I want you to understand. Uh, that prayer is not as complicated. As we want to make it out to be. Uh, uh, prayer. Uh, I, I want us to understand this today. The Bible tells us. That God can hear groanings. Uh, that cannot even be uttered. Uh, and God uh, understands. Uh, those tears that fall from your eyes. Those things that we can't even say. God understands those things. But He smote upon His breast and said, Be merciful to me, a sinner. And Jesus told him there, and He said, This man went away justified rather than the other. So today, as we look at this and we see both of these men went before God. Both of these men were very thankful in their mind of the things that had taken place. 
And one went to God and thanked God that he was better than everybody else. And one went to God understanding that he was a sinner, understanding that he needed the Lord, and the Lord blessed him. I want us to understand this today. That is not the not only the way that we are to be with God, but that is the way that we ought to be with one another. Uh, uh, you see, uh, uh, he told them there. Uh, uh, they asked him, uh, uh, "What is the great commandment?" Uh, he said, "Love the Lord thy God uh, with all of your mind, soul, and strength." Uh, and he said, "The second uh, is like unto the first, uh, that ye love one another." You see. He told them there. He said, uh, "He said we're not that great day uh, uh, when we go into judgment. Uh, uh, I still say, uh, uh, because you have done this unto them, uh, you have done it unto me." Uh, uh, he'll ask them there. Uh, uh, he'll say that you've done all of these things, uh, and we'll ask him, God, when have we done these things for you? And he said, "When you have done these, the least of my children, you have done it unto me." You see, that's the way that God looks. At the way that we treat one another. It's the way that we would do under God. And God respects that. And God sees that as being something very good in our lives. That we are loving to one another. But you see today, I want us to understand that we must be thankful for these things. We must be thankful. You see, the Lord... Jesus was the fulfillment of everything. Jesus was the fulfillment of, of the law. Jesus was the fulfillment of all the prophecy. And Jesus was also the fulfillment of every promise made to Abraham. You see, they want to say today uh, uh, that there were some promises unto Abraham that were not fulfilled. Uh, uh, but I want you to understand today that every promise that God made to Abraham was fulfilled in His Son. And there'll be nothing left when He comes back to gather this world up. To gather His people up. And to take Him to that place that He has prepared for them. There'll be nothing left of this world. This world will be destroyed and there'll be nothing left here. There'll be no second kingdom. There'll be nothing of that sort. But today I want us to understand that we have so much to be thankful for. If you're here today, and you have been saved by the grace of God. And you sat and you sincerely thank the Lord every day of your life for that one moment in time when you passed from death unto life, you still would not be able to be thankful enough for that one moment in time. But I want you to understand today that everything that is given to us in this life comes from God. Every good and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. And I want us to understand today that God gives us everything that we have and He gives us everything for our good. Are we thankful today under the Lord? Are we really thankful today under the Lord? Has the Lord blessed us enough that we don't see a need for the Lord anymore? I know many times I've fallen into that second category. Well, the Lord has blessed me beyond measure. And I don't always see 
things the way that I should see them. And I would venture to say I'm not the only one that feels that way today. And it would do us all a whole lot of good to look at this fair or this publican here and the way that he approached the Lord. You see, today, if we approach the Lord in the way that that, public, that Pharisee did, he's gonna he's gonna turn us away. He turned them away. He told he he he, he let them go, and he allowed the word and he allowed the gospel to go out to. In the heathen nations. And he left them there in Jerusalem. And we see all the many things that has taken place through the ages of time since then upon that people. But that publican was justified. That publican went away with joy in his heart. That publican went away knowing that the Lord heard his prayer. And that he was going to answer his prayer. You see, today, we need to not think of ourselves any higher than what we are. Yes, I want us to understand today, yes, I believe that this church and all the churches like her are the true churches in this world today. I believe that we have something that this world does not have. But I want you to understand today, that does not make us any better than what they are. All we have has been given the ability to hear the truth and go to a God who saved our soul. And instead of looking down our nose at this world for all the things that they do and all the ideas that they come up with and all the things that they're trying to cram in our face and cram down our throats, instead of being hateful and them, we need to love them and tell them about Jesus. Because He's the only one that's going to change this world. He's the only one that's going to change this nation. He's the only one that's going to change the troubles in our churches. He's the only one that's going to be able to do all of these things. I believe this Pharisee, this publican, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get that right one time before I'm done. This publican here, I believe that would have been a man that I would want to be praying for me. Amen. many times I'm like that Pharisee. I trust the Lord. I've done this enough that there's no doubt in my mind or in my heart that when we when we come up behind the sacred desk and we begin to read the Word of God. I believe wholeheartedly He's going to show up and He's going to help us. But that's not because of me. That's because of the way that He's chosen to do things. And it's not because of me that all of these things take place. If you get something out of the message tonight, it wasn't because I preached it, but it was because the Spirit that sent it. You see, today... I'm not trying to beat you down, but I do want you to understand where we stand with God is not where we think we stand with God. We're about this big. And our abilities are about that big. And we serve a God that is able to do all things. So when we think that we're higher than ourselves, we get like this Pharisee, Let's understand these things. 
And let's go to God as this publican. And we can see some changes made in our life. You see, this Pharisee went away and he wasn't thankful in his heart one bit. He wasn't thankful for the things that God had given him. He wasn't thankful for all the words that he said in the Lord. He just lifted himself up just a little bit further. But this publican, the Lord reached all the way down to the bottom. And he picked him up. And he placed him on his feet. And he sent him on his way. And that man went away happy and justified. And that man had something to be thankful for. So today, I want us to understand we need to be kind to one another. We need to be loving to one another. We need to be the way that Jesus was to us, to one another. And the way that we see the world getting today, I believe it is because of that one fact. We don't see any need in God. We don't see any need in one another. But I want us to understand, we need the Lord more than anything in this life. And making church needs to affect church more than they understand. It'll affect church needs making church more than we understand. We've got to hold one another up for the Lord. We've got to be a help to one another. And when we get back to that point, to when we understand one another, we understand the need for one another, then we can go to the Lord and thank the Lord. And then we'll be thankful for the things that we have. We'll be thankful for the things that the Lord has given us. And we'll be thankful for the lives that we have been allowed to live. Church today, don't take what goes on in here. Don't take everything that you have here and leave it here. Take it to the world. Go show the world. Go tell the world how thankful you are for a Savior. If we don't go tell them, this world's going to tell them all manner of things otherwise. I love you tonight, church. And once again, we appreciate you so very much for inviting us here to be with you for the wonderful meal that you prepared for us and for the wonderful fellowship that we've had here tonight. At this time, we're going to turn service back over to your pastor. Thank you.